Welcome to the Wanting It More podcast. I am your host, Janet Denton-Howes, and it's an absolute delight to have you here. I'm a marriage and intimacy educator, as well as a creator of the Wanting It More program, which has helped thousands of women who are married to men want and enjoy it more in the bedroom. You know, having low desire was something that I personally struggled with for years in my marriage, so I absolutely get it all. You are not alone. Just a heads up, I use all the words in this podcast, so if you've got little ears around or you're in public setting, you may want to pop in some earbuds. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Wanting It More podcast. Today's episode is a little different than usual. In my program, I share my sexual experiences with the participants who want to hear about them to illustrate what I'm teaching because we get no examples of what sex could look like this way. Other than, you know, what we see on media and and TV shows and whatnot. So last week, I happened to not have had a sexual experience to share, and I talk about the reasons why um, in a second here. And instead of just skipping it, what I decided to do is walk through the participants through a sexual experience that I would have if I had one right in that exact moment. And even though it's hypothetical, I've been doing this long enough to know that this is uh, extremely realistic. This is what would have happened. So here's a few disclaimers moving forward. If you are my kids or close family and friends, you may want to sit this one out. I am very detailed. I don't hold anything back. I didn't know that I was going to share it with the podcast. I thought it was just going to be within the small, intimate community of wanting it more. But I just... I thought it would be very helpful for other people to hear. So I didn't edit myself at all. So please, um, yeah, at your own discretion. This is my real life that I'm that I'm sharing. And I'm really walking the balance between this real personal vulnerable experience and my public work as a marriage coach. So please be kind and respectful with this information. This is my personal experience. And lastly, as I tell my WIN participants, I teach principles, not actions. This is simply one example from one person who is trying to put these concepts into practice. Your experience, if you were to put these principles into practice, are different because you are unique. As I walk through the example, I do ask those live to share which path, because I teach six paths in wanting it more, they think I am practicing. When I did this recording in wanting it more, we had only covered three paths out of six so far. And so we had covered cultivate compassion, establish safety, and trust your intuition. So you'll hear those mentioned on the recording. Um, We still have prioritize your pleasure connect with your body and explore an intimate connection uh, moving forward. At the very end, a participant very vulnerably shares the impact that this example has had on her. And I have removed her name, but I have received explicit permission directly from her to creep her contributions on the podcast. I thought they were valuable and reflected a lot of feedback I get from the participants, which is why I continue to do something so counterculture. All right. Well, I hope you enjoy the episode and maybe it provides you some relief, some hope, and just an example of what healthy sex 
can look like between a married couple. Okay, so I'll take about 10 minutes to share uh, an XD. I shared in the coaching call that uh, we didn't have one because of some scheduling stuff, which is totally fine. Our marriage will survive. Um, it is harder than uh, if I skip one, though. I have to work extra hard to stay on the paths. Um, okay, so I what, what let's say he came home for lunch. Um, I would definitely have to have some food because I've just had a little bit of breakfast. So uh, we would want to eat. I would probably have quinoa and eggs and spinach if anyone's interested and, and kimchi and mayonnaise. <laughs> um, I would not want to eat in the same room with him because I have a lot of um, noise sensitivities. So we would eat separately and then we would come upstairs. Um, I would, uh, kids are gone from the house. So that feels really exciting for me because I do like to verbalize some, some already like feeling excited that I get to be as loud as I want. That feels really fun. Um, we would, I need a, mm, I'm feeling a little sweaty right now. So I feel like I'm going to want a shower. So we're going to have a shower. And then when I'm in the shower, I'm going to think I really need to, I really need to wash my hair. And so I'm going to take the time to wash my hair, <laughs> which will take a little longer. Um, so I'll wash my hair. He'll have a quick shower and I'll ask him to dry off his body completely because I hate a damp body. I just ugh, can't handle it. So he, uh, we would brush our teeth, shower. I would put my hair up in like a t-shirt. So because uh, I don't like, I don't want to have the wet hair like touching my body or the bed. Um, we will lay down together. Um, I just want to be naked right now. I just want to be naked. Um, so I'm naked. Um, hey, hey, everyone here, what we'll do is uh, of the paths you know so far, why don't you type in the chat um, if you hear a, a path that I'm following? So that would be safety into um, sorry, compassion, safety, or intuition. So, so far, have I followed any paths? Definitely intuition has been the whole thing. Um, safety, I haven't had to do anything yet to reestablish my safety. Um, intuition, uh, uh, yeah, the whole thing. Um, compassion, no. So it's been primarily intuition up until now. Um, so we're laying in bed, we're naked, um, everyone's dried off fully. And I'm excited that I can be loud and I feel disconnected from my husband um, because we were supposed to have an XD on Sunday morning and we didn't. And I felt really abandoned. He, he said he was going to come home at noon and then I got a call at 1230 that he needed me to pick him up at the dock. And then he had to come back to his house and get the trailer and go get the, the boat. He wasn't ready until 3.30. Plus it was Father's Day and I had like got the kids to make cards and they were teens. And I'd had a really disappointing and sad and abandoning kind of day. And um, so actually Sunday ended up with me not going for Father's Day dinner with them because I needed alone time. Um, and I went for rollerblade. So I'm going to be feeling um, abandoned, sad, disconnected. I feel like I want to reach out for his hand. I want to hold hands with him. And I want to ask for a lot of reassurance. So um, is this compassion? I feel like we're, we're in compassion here. 
Um, I'm not just plowing through. I'm not shoving down my feelings. I am telling myself it makes sense. Uh, yeah, safety as well, Jen. Absolutely. So I'm I'm compassionate with myself. I don't need to plow forward. I don't need to perform. Um, I can be human here and have lots of feelings, and that's not going to sort of derail the sexual experience or somehow get get us out of the mood or whatever. It's actually going to do the opposite. So I'm holding hands with him and I'm probably saying something like that was really hard on Sunday and I feel really sad. We've already talked through it and he's already apologized. So we're there and he's probably going to say something like, I know that's really hard. I'm sorry. I have ADHD and I have time blindness. And I'm going to say something like, I've been feeling a little hopeless lately around that. We really should get a therapist who a couple therapists who can help with this neurodivergence and He's going to say yes. And then I'm going to say, um, now I feel like I have to do all the hard work in our marriage. And he's going to say, I know, thank you for the work you do. And I'm going to let out a big sigh. And then I'm going to, I feel like I want to be close to him. So um, that safety was like a magnet. And now I just want to be sort of on his side, on his chest. Let's say just for fun's sake, he rolls over and tries to sort of reciprocate that. Um, For safety reasons, I'm going to put my hand on his chest and gently lead him back. So he is laying back on the bed again. My husband's quite a tall, large man, and I can often feel like swallowed by his largeness. I feel a lot safer when he's on his back. So I put him back on his back and I'm noticing his night, he has a short haircut right now. And I sort of want to nuzzle my nose into his sideburns and put my head, um, my hands on his hair. Um, I want to be higher than him right now. So I'd either like ask him to scooch down the bed or yeah, I think, cause he'd probably have his head by the headboard. So I'm going to ask him to scooch down and I'm going to um, scooch up. So his head is sort of around my chest area. That feels really good. Um, so my my arm is above his arm and it's sort of touching his head and smelling his hair and he's not touching me at all. Um, I'm just sort of kissing the side of his face and smelling his shampoo and um, I'm feeling his forehead and I'm feeling his nose and I'm tracing his lips with my fingers and now I want to kiss his lips um, he keeps his lips quite relaxed because he knows I like that. And that helps me feel safe. So I'm kissing his lips are quite relaxed. I'm still touching his head and, um, my desire just like, I feel like I just sort of a warmth in my body, a, a desire. And I want to climb on top of him, but he has quite a large belly And I feel frustrated at that. Um, Trigger warning, I'm going to talk about body stuff. So um, please skip ahead if that is hard for you. Um, I am feeling frustrated because he's been promising for like years now that he's going to figure out his weight and he's going to get healthy. And I start to feel a lot of fear because he is sort of nearing the age where his brother had a triple bypass. And I'm starting to feel like, um, health anxiety about him. So my, my intense desire is totally gone. (laughs) It's gone. And I lean back. Okay. So now I'm having some thoughts, some ruminating thoughts about myself for having thoughts about that. So I'm feeling like, 
how can you be so worried about his his appearance and what path do I have to follow now? <laughs> Compassion. So I have to reassure myself that's okay. It's okay to have to be concerned about your husband. Um, he, although he has great intentions, he, for whatever reason, isn't able to um, sort this out for himself. And so I'm going to talk about it with him. I'm going to say, John, I'm really concerned about your health. And he's going to say, I know, I know. And I'm going to say, you know, is there something maybe you could work with your counselor on this? And he's like, okay, yeah, I've got an appointment with her tomorrow. And I'm still going to feel sort of anxiety and and frustration too, that I can't comfortably climb on top of him. And um, I'm going to go back to stroking his head. Um, That felt really good before. And I just want to lean fully into that. So again, stroking his hair, smelling the side of his head, stroking his um, nose, his lips. I'm not so attracted to his lips anymore. Just sort of exploring his earlobe. Um, I'm finding the softness of his earlobe very comforting. And I just want to sort of nuzzle into his neck again and just want to let out a big sigh. Um, I'm noticing that his hand is on the back of my uh, back and I'm really enjoying that feeling. It feels really warm and comforting and I feel really protected by him. I think that's sort of helping the fear of him abandoning me by dying and um, um, him being here and protecting me and comforting me. And so I feel like I want to lean into that. I really want to just be in the present moment with him that he is here right now and he really does love me. And so I'm starting to feel like lots of love feelings for him and I want to express them. So I just sort of, I just say, I really love you. I re- and then I'm going to want to talk about his hands. I'm going to say, I really enjoy the feeling of your hand on my back, but please don't move it in any way. Why would I want to say that in the chat? Um Starts with an S, ends with a Y, <laughs> safety. <laughs> so I'm going to have a, I'm going to say what I enjoy. And then immediately I'm going to have a little anxiety that he is going to want to do it more, or like start rubbing me or something like that. So I'm going to be like, I really enjoy what you're doing, but don't change a thing. Um, he has this thing with his hands that sometimes unconsciously he grips things. Uh, I've read that it's like a thing. It's like a neurological thing. I can't remember the name of it. And he has that. And so I can feel him gripping my lower back. And so I reach behind and sort of pet his hand. It's something I just do to kind of relax. And he gets the memo and he sort of relaxes his hand again. And as I do that, I'm like, hmm, that feels really good. So I push his hand down to my bum, and which is naked, my right bum cheek. And I just wait a minute. And I'm feeling a little bit of anxiety or something. I'm feeling something. And I'm like, ah, that's a maybe. So I bring it back up. That was not, that that was something else. Um, Doesn't matter what it is. Um, Yeah. And so I, I have, I have a thought. um, Oh, this isn't going anywhere. This is not going anywhere. So what path do I have to follow? That's right. Jen intuition. Yeah. So I'm like, this isn't going anywhere. Um, I'm not feeling horny enough here. No, no genitals had been touched yet. And I certainly, I just didn't even want my bum touched. Compassion. I need to feel compassion for myself. Right, Ellen. So I'm feeling compassion for myself. Oh, that's okay, Jana. Um, sometimes you like that. Sometimes you don't. Bodies change all the time. Your preferences change all the time. So I need to take a minute. 
um, I place my hand on his chest. I close my eyes and I start to breathe. And I just breathe and breathe and breathe and relax. Um, I get the feeling like I want to listen to his heartbeat. So I put my head on his chest and listen to heartbeat. I'm really glad it's beating. And I'm feeling his hand on my back, my hand on his chest. I'm still stroking his head with my right hand. And I'm starting to feel my breast, my right breast sort of um, rub slightly on his chest. And I'm feeling like my nipple is being a little bit like stimulated. And I'm just sort of really enjoying that feeling of like my naked breast on his chest. And that just looks it just looks very like comforting to me in that moment. And I think, well, yeah, the word comforting, um, but it's also feeling a little arousing. And so I just start to gently move my body back and forth, just so my nipple is like just a little bit touching and a little bit not. Um, and that feels really like fun, delightful, pleasurable, interesting. And I really want to watch it. I really want to watch that nipple like very feminine against his like sort of hairy masculine situation um and I really enjoy his shoulders so I'm starting to like see his shoulders and I'm seeing my nipple and I just I really like that situation that's happening there right now <laughs> so I reach down from his head and start sort of squeezing his shoulder and watching my nipple and let's just say for the sake of this experiment he says, oh, that feels good. Um, immediately my desire is gone. Um, I feel like a tightness in my chest. Um, I immediately stop touching his shoulder. Um, and I, I actually don't even want to be near him. Um, I, I don't, I, I put his arm down quickly. I move away. And I just lay there and I just say like, oh, I didn't, I didn't like that, John. I, I really didn't like that. And he's going to catch himself because we've been in this for a while. Um, so what path am I working here? Um, yeah, any of any of the, um, sorry, I just like, got distracted by the great chat happening. Um, so that's safety, obviously, and listening to my intuition. My intuition was like space. You need space. So I say like, oh, um, I'm, I'm like flooded. I'm just flooded. I just need a minute. So I take a minute. Um, he probably would apologize. He's like, oh, shoot, sorry. I, I know that doesn't work for you. I'm so sorry. And I will want to reiterate what I need. I need to reiterate boundaries with him. So I would probably say, hey, um, I know you know this already, but I just, it doesn't work for me when you let me, it takes me out of my body and it takes me immediately into your body because of culture. And then probably we'd have a little back and forth about culture and a little bit of like an it makes sense conversation like oh man that really is is really hard for women that that this has happens that that we're we're so affected by culture that I'm you know that this is flooding me um and then I'd probably want to go back to holding hands at that moment and we'll just keep on progressing <laughs> so um who knows? This, who knows where this adventure would lead me? Um, it, right now, I'm feeling like I want to touch his penis. Um, so probably I would want to touch his penis because I'm feeling like all this safety and connection. We just had this culture conversation. Um, he apologized. I'm just like, I just want the warmth of his hairy testicles. <laughs> I just want it. 
we have a good relationship, this penis and I. Um, so yeah, I would just like want to touch it and I, I kind of want to snuggle it right now. <laughs> so I'd really snuggle his little testicle and um, he's a tiny little penis that grows quite a bit. <laughs> so I want to just like, oh, you're just so cute. <laughs> and um, what else? Uh, yeah, I just want to like, I'd smell it. I would. And it would be a mixture. <laughs> it would be all good. It, there would be like a, a lingering of urines, <laughs> but I find it kind of comforting. <laughs> it's a little weird. But he had a shower. He's a very good cleaner upper, good smelling soap. And, um, and probably at this stage, it would start to grow a little bit. And that would be interesting there may be a little pre-cum and I'm not interested in that. So I would have him wipe it away or we would, yeah, that's usually what happens. Let's just be honest. Or like his boxers, he's taken off or something like that. We don't, we're not organized. We have like wet wipes and like towels or that's just not how we roll. It's usually like um, dirty laundry on the floor, <laughs> just being real. And yeah, I think at this point I would sit up and I would I would be finding a lot of delight in the growing of the, of his body part. And I would reach for lube and I would start touching his body. And um, I would probably want his hand on my right bum cheek. And that feels like a hundred percent. Yes. Now it doesn't feel like a maybe. And uh, I, I'm guessing he probably, I'd probably give it an orgasm unless he's taking too long. And then I just get too tired and I'm like, yeah, forget it. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think that's it. I I don't feel like I want to have an orgasm. Um, I feel like it's fun. I feel like I'd want to be really playful. I feel like I'd want to continue the the talking to his penis and I'd want to um, slow it really down. So I'd probably want to take him to the edge and then back and take him to the edge and back a little bit just, just for fun. Um, watch him squirm a little bit. Okay, so that's that's legitimately, I think, what would go down um, just based on my experience and my uh, situation. Was that helpful for you? Because it's very nice for me to hear some reassurance because it is very difficult to tell you legitimately what I would do. So if you could put in the chat how amazing that was for you, even if it wasn't. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, um, okay. No, now, now it's not about reassuring Jana. Now it is legitimately... And also, if you're watching the recording, legitimately, because I have been questioning whether or not to continue to do this, does this give you an insight into how the paths, the three of them that you've learned so far, can relate to the sexual experience, like safety? Okay, totally. Okay, great. That's awesome. Okay, I will continue to do this and you continue to remember that this is not about what Jana does. You do not have to smell your husband's testicles. Um, this is about my own experience moment by moment. And, and I, I hope you can see that like at one point I was like, oh no, touching my bum cheek was not interesting for me. And in another moment, I was totally into it. Why? I have no idea. The why doesn't matter. It's the feeling in your body. It's the intuition. Yes. Okay. That's great. All right. Um, and did you cry? Can you tell me? That's so wonderful. Um, yes, I <laughs> probably keep crying. Um, <laughs> it's okay to cry. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I think that um, 
not I think I I was crying because um sorry I'm trying to get together <laughs> um yeah, it was such a um a, uh like a hum like a real like a real human experience and um like versus like what we see on tv or like do you know what i mean like um i was trying to say this without crying out loud um but i was so touched by you going through like what a like an actual experience might look like for you because it is it is so um like relatable the different things that yeah that you just didn't necessarily like and that you're able to communicate and different like thoughts that went through your head and how you took it slow versus like um yeah like the <laughs> the the steamy like you know sex scenes that we see yeah all over the place um and feel like that's what our um experience needs to look like so thank you for sharing i'm so i am so touched because that's exactly why i do this and i may look like i'm having fun over here but my heart is racing and i feel like i want to vomit <laughs> it's really hard to do this and it never gets better and so hearing from you like how it's touching you is exactly why i do this i want to like what I really want is to be in the bedroom with you and your husband. That's what I really want. Like I want to be in an earpiece in your ear. And I want to say, it's okay. Take a break. It's okay. Ask for reassurance. It's okay. Like whatever you need, whatever you need, slow down and, you know, like flow with it. And if you don't know what to do, just pause, just yeah. pause and breathe. And it's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm gonna go ugly cry now. <laughs> See you in the next one. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode, I have a favor to ask of you. It's really hard to get the word out about a podcast about sex. What would really, really help is if you would leave a rating and a review. And I know that you get asked this all the time in different podcasts, but please, I beg you, it would really, really help so that more women who need this message will hear it. All you have to do is go into your Apple podcast app. It's the purple icon. And if you go to the podcast page where it shows my face, and has a little button that says latest episodes. If you scroll down past the episodes and you get to a section called ratings and reviews, there's a little purple writing thing that says write a review. If you click on that, it will ask you to give it a five stars. Actually, you can put any stars, but five is what I would love. And put a title and then write your review. Thank you so much for supporting this little venture here and I really am so grateful. If you are curious about wanting it more and how this program could help you want and enjoy sex more with your husband and you feel like it may be a great next step for you, you can go to janadentonhouse.com slash wanting it more to sign up for the wait list, to learn more, to see when we're running our next round. All right, that's it. I'll see you next one.